Welcome to Viewpoint USA. I'm your host, Robert Deming. If you don't like the rules, change them. That's exactly what the incoming Democrat majority has done. Many have been weary of the two-party system. George Washington warned us that political parties hunger for control, and he explained that the domination of one party over another will lead to efforts to exact revenge when the majority coin flips. Malcolm X also had disdain for political parties. He believed they manipulated people to satisfy the party's own lustful pursuit of control and power. As I've said before, when any one party has full control, it's not good for anyone. Predicted by our first president, many Democrats foreshadowed their appetite for revenge. Approaching the 2020 elections, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer went full of Tony Montana, threatening to use the Democrat majority to decimate Republicans. Well, here we are, folks, staring down that barrel of a Democrat rule. Well, no, I don't mean that kind of rule. Um, it will be that kind of rule, but what I mean right now is rules. Like when your mom tells you to be home at a certain time, but you're 18. Then she reminds you that as long as you live under her roof, you live under her rules. And now, mother of the house, sorry, speaker of the house, is laying down her new rules. I can't cover everything in this episode, so I urge you to do some research and learn more about the rules that will ultimately affect us all. I found it particularly interesting to listen to the Democrat leadership as they justified this one-sided package by claiming rules are never crafted in a bipartisan manner. But they claim to have thrown a bone to the Republicans in the rule package by removing a potentially new rule that would bar members and employees of the House from sharing misleading images online, like deep fakes or memes. Jeez, thanks. I'm sure they appreciated that because after all, Republicans are the only contributors of fake news, right? Further, the Rules Committee Chairman, a Democrat, Jim McGovern, lauded the package as a compromise. It certainly was a compromise between Democrats. The progressives and moderate factions came together in unity to pass this package. Well, kumbaya, what an accomplishment for compromise. But not across the aisle, just with the seats in front and behind you. So good job. So this is the new definition of political compromise? Getting your whole party on board? Seems like you're setting the bar a little too low here. What passed includes rules holding members of Congress financially liable for discrimination lawsuits. I'm sure that needs a lot more context than I have time for. It also includes protections for the identity of a whistleblower, unless they decide to reveal the identity of the whistleblower. Seriously, you need to read these rules. I can't make this stuff up. Further, there are new requirements for gender-inclusive language for all the he or she's, hers, him's, and Congress peoples. And let's not forget the amens and a-women's. They also establish a new select committee on economic disparity and fairness and growth. I know that one needs a lot more context as well. There's a requirement for the committees to discuss how their work will address inequities on the basis of race, color, ethnicity, religion, sex, sexual orientation, gender, identity, gender identity, disability, age, national origin, or whatever your Pokemon expression of choice is. Wait, sidebar. So, sex in the context of legislation is different than gender identity. 
which is different than regular gender, and sex is different than sexual orientation. So what is sex alone? Come on, guys. This is a family show. I mean, come on, human beings. What's the thing? What am I saying? Come on, what now? Come on, guys. This is a family show. Or excuse me, wait. This is a human being with their caregiver. I blew, I blew that one. I mean, come on, non-specific, non-gender specific human beings, non-gender, damn. This is a family show. I mean, come on, non-gender specific human beings. This is a one or two or more caregivers living with their offspring show. I think I did that right. Sorry. While some or all of that may be cause for concern, the most troubling, but not the sexiest of the rule changes, the most troubling are the changes to the 100 year plus standing motions to recommit, or MTRs. Motions to recommit allow the House minority, the Republicans at the moment, to expose and amend questionable policies within proposed bills and require members of the House to vote on these policies so that everyone knows where our representatives stand, who's for what, and on what particular issue. But now we won't. With the new Democrat-led changes, the minority would only be able to send a bill back to committee. That doesn't seem too bad, right? Then you ask, why is this the most troubling? Well, I'll tell you. MTRs have become a way to challenge questionable policies before they become law and provide a path to correct them. In fact, over just the past two years, the Democrats saw value in eight MTRs put forth by Republicans and passed them. These new changes make it easier for the majority, the Democrats at the moment, to kill debate about controversial policies, allowing the Democrat majority to push policies into law without scrutiny. They simply sweep the objections under the rug and carry on. I fear we have entered a political arena in which a party can remove debate from the one place debate is the most important to our republic. Politicians are hardly ever more damaging than when they pass laws that serve in the moment at the expense of the future. What happens down the line when the coin flips and the Dems could benefit from the MTRs? I guess short-sightedness is the name of the game. If there's anything more important than open dialogue in evaluating new policy, it's money. That brings me to another change for the worse, the tweaking of PAYGO. PAYGO is a rule that requires a bill to account for the money needed to make it go. The money has to come from somewhere. We used to be required to know how much and from where. Like, can we pay for this? Then let's go. PAYGO. The new tweak allows the budget committee chairperson, a Democrat, to declare provisions for the economic and health responses to the pandemic and climate change measures as having no cost, effectively making them PAYGO exempt. So something that will clearly cost us something, most likely a lot, is not included in the calculations for the budgeting. It's like we're on the verge of something that will cost us so much green in this new deal. You see what I did there? But honestly, the only way we could ever afford something that costs way more than we could ever pay is if we just pretend it doesn't cost anything at all. And so we finally get past those pesky laws of economics. Boy, I feel so much better now. 
So get ready for Mama's new rules under this house's roof because the streetlights just came on. When politicians only see the momentary advantage of legislation, they're blind to how it can be used against them in the future. When they make sure the only ones that agree with the rules are within their own clubhouse, we get left on the outside. And when they focus more on axe grinding against each other, it's the people who get cut from consideration. But that's just my viewpoint. For Viewpoint USA, I'm Robert Deming.